thing. Yeah, I remember now. I remember. Do you remember? I remember. I remember. Oh, I remember. I remember. Oh, that's I remember. a good one too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job. Thank you. Yeah. Turning you into me. That's awesome. That was a good one. All right, guys. Look tired. Welcome back to the Greater in Me. Welcome, welcome to the Greater in Me podcast. Welcome, welcome to the Greater in Me podcast. I knew Y'all know it was coming. Right. Y'all don't know. It's your boy Joshua. I'm really gonna put that in the stew one day. And it's gonna be an actual audio. You talking about some you want the intro. That's gonna be the intro. Mm-hmm. It's Tara, though. <laughs> hey. Um, Hi, Tara. What's in store for us today? What you doing today? How was your evening? Or, I mean, your day. My day was pretty good. Pretty good. I woke up at the crack of dawn. I went to class. I have physics and physics lab. It was pretty good. I love when I can understand the material in the class because it just mm. makes me feel so big brained and important and just boosts my confidence. So that was good. Grabbed me a Starbucks drink, headed home. Um, found out I can go to Syracuse in a few weeks. So that was good. Cause there was like a really? little conflict in my class. This is going to come out after. Is it? It is. It is. Sorry, I'm going to surprise a friend. It's her birthday. She's turning 21. So, but this is coming out after. Cause this is dro- this is not going to drop before October 14th, is it? I'm checking right now. You never know. Stuff gets quick. <laughs> <laughs> it shouldn't though. It shouldn't. Cause this is okay. Wait, wait a minute. Hold Three, on. Four, five. Oh, what's crazy? This is coming out the Monday after that weekend. Okay. Period. Happy birthday, Raven! Happy birthday, Raven! Raven, happy birthday! (laughs) Um, Yeah, so that was also a mood booster. My sister's in town this weekend. Um, It's just been a good weekend. It's been a good day. Now we're here. And yeah, what about you? How was your day? How was your weekend? My day was... The weekend just started, but my day was great. Um... I just be lying. My day was not great. I mean, it wasn't bad, but like, <laughs> that was so crazy to say out loud. It, I'm not lying, but it's like when people catch at you that off guard, I'm like, yeah, my game is great until I actually think about what happened. I'm like, oh, it's actually mid. But I just yeah. have rehearsal this morning or well, this afternoon for an upcoming show. Um, it was chill. Some mess behind that, but it was chill, whatever. Um, we did what we had to do to prove what we had to do prove other people wrong mm-hmm. um but yeah that's all my day was really consisted of walked a little bit with my friend we went to get some popeyes now we here going to a gala tonight do y'all say gala or gala what did you say i say gala gala people from where i'm from say gala i mean oh, they yeah. say both they say both but like i feel like i heard gala more often okay i don't no, know i say gala Gala. What is that word derived from? Gala apple, though. So, Gala and it's the apple? same spelling, I think. Yeah, it is. Okay, I don't know. But anyways, um, that's all my day really was. I'm feeling good. Just had some food in my stomach for the first time all day. <laughs> but, uh, hey, it's the life I live. Okay, so I have some questions today. Y'all know me. Got some fun little activity for us. Um, first question is... Oh, and these we're not sponsored though, so never mind. I'm <laughs> just <laughs> But y'all may know the brand, but listen, I work my way up. But nice, nah, let me say it because we ain't nobody. Um, this is the and questions. I don't know if y'all seen these before. I have a few. I only have this, but I'm finna buy more of them. This is the friends edition. So they basically have like a bunch of editions. Like I think they have dating, intimacy, mm-hmm. family edition. Um, Mercy's like house. I think the relationship one. Okay, okay. But she had seen those in the store. She sent it to the group chat right away. She's like, guys, like, next time we're together. Yeah, yeah no, it's actually really fun. I played with my friends, too, before. It was really fun. Um, but it gets really deep. So you got to make sure you have the right friends around you. 
Mm-hmm. But anyways, what is a value we do not share in common? I actually don't oh, know. See my hair too. Oh, I thought you had something. <laughs> yeah, oh no! I was. I first of all, I that hair too is because I didn't expect the question. It's a good um, question. But I don't know. I don't think. Okay. Well, I don't think that this is a value. Say it. Say it. I would Wait. say that like something that most recently, like just off the dome, that we've most recently like maybe agreed to disagree on is just our stance in terms of like relationships and like who holds the true power in the relationship in terms of like you know like who initiates who's pursued and you know all the rest of the things but we that's not even but really like hold a on hold on <laughs> Because now you're making it seem like I disagreed on something that's crazy. And no, we... no, 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 I didn't say all that. I did not say all that. And all right. I don't mean all that. I'm just saying that I think that like Josh and I both have so much empathy towards people in general, but me being a woman and him being a man, obviously we carry those like, you know, we carry our thoughts very those deep principles, towards yeah. our people. Right. Um, which is where we're like, okay, I can see where girls are coming from in this aspect. And he's like, well, I see where guys are coming from in this aspect. And I don't think that that is anything that like means that we don't share a value, but. Um, a value we don't share. Uh... Why do I feel like you're going to say something so crazy? <laughs> What do you think I'm going to say? No, I don't know. I just feel like it's, I don't know. I'm going to say, I, but here's the thing about us. I feel like we balance each other out in the sense that like where you're maybe, where you're, uh, where you might be easier to like do something Mm -hmm. is where I might be like reluctant, but, and like vice versa. So like where I'm like, cause I was going to say like saying no, but to the right people, like to me, like certain people if they ask me to do something or want or to go some or certain certain things or depending on the day like if i know that like i'm i can't handle certain things some more in the day i'm like okay yeah, i gotta cut it off mm-hmm. but you you think that if i do say yes to this and go with this person or do this with that person that that is actually going to stimulate your day until it doesn't and you're like dang i should have just stayed home or did this or no, am I hitting a nail or not? No. I think, okay, I think that I have problems saying no for, like, small things. Mm-hmm. Or not, like... That's what I'm saying, but, like, small to what degree? Because I feel like it's small, but, like, on opposite ends of the Because it's if, if it's ever, like, I have to leave my house to go, or, like, y'all are getting me, trying to get me to do something, I'm not just saying yes. Like, I'm saying... No, unless I feel like I want to go or it'll benefit me. Oh, or yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Afterwards. But like, if it's like, Not... if it's like, hey, Tara, do you want to help me move out my house this weekend? <laughs> and I really don't want to, but you're my friend. And I'm like, you know. No, no, no. No, no, no. That's what I'm, I'm not talking about that. I, what I'm realizing is that I mean, like, to the degree of people pleasing, because both of us please people. Yes. But I think but you way you I'm got a worse me beat. Pleaser than you are. Yeah, you got me <laughs> beat for sure. For I'm sure. I'm working on it. Yeah, but for yeah. For sure, for sure. Cuz Josh, well. <laughs> I was going to say like you're slightly meaner than I am. But like <laughs> Here we go, bro. Like... Not even. You're not even. You're not even. Josh is just real blunt. Like, I'm blunt, but, like, I like to, like, dress up my bluntness. Josh just, like, is Okay, blunt. relax. Like, that isn't true. I mean, yes, it's true that I'm blunt. But, like, I kind of watch what I, how I say things to certain no, people. No, yes. Like, whatever. I don't have to tell you. <laughs> That's fine. I don't, yeah. I mean, yeah, about, I can't argue with it's you. It's not about I know, no, no, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even have to try to, like, argue because, like, you can't tell me. Like, I can't tell you how you perceive me. So, like, that's fair. Like, if people think that, whatever. 
but you're not, I'm not mean, mean guys yeah he's not mean thanks for first ep i was like he's the sweetest boy i've met like he's not mean you're just blind jesus <laughs> okay one more if heaven was one moment to be re- relived over and over what would your heaven be First of all, I love that question because it makes me question. think of the song Heaven to Me by Ty the Creator because uh, I love that song and I always and that made me think like what is heaven to me? Um however, I don't know if I actually have an answer. Cuz that's actually like one <clears> moment. <throat> For me, uh For me, yeah, I don't know if it would be a moment. It kind of be more of like a like life setup, like how life is going. I feel like I say this all the time. If I knew who my wife was today, like if we were getting married tomorrow, nothing else in life would matter. Yeah. Like if I knew that like my family was good, I'm up in life, money's good, look like me and my family could thrive, nothing else would matter and that like we could just all live. Like Yeah live freely like have money be able to help everybody out if i knew that i was also doing something for my community to like bring them out yeah that would be heaven i agree what a whole um, lot of dessert if i could eat and not gain weight huh. that <laughs> <laughs> i may sound big but listen nah that's just reality like um but i don't know i think that like if I want to think of a moment or my happiest time, like remove the academic aspect of it, but my like summer of junior year into like all of my senior year of college was just like pure joy. Like, yes, there were some like very trying moments in the midst of all that, but I would say that I've never been so content with like, my relationship with my family and my relationship with my friends and my relationship with God and my relationship with myself. So maybe just that whole era. Yeah. So beautiful because I don't know, like I just feel like family is the only thing that really matters for real. And like the people mm-hmm. also like being the family that you make, right? Yeah. I'm always says family is what you make it. So like just if I'm spending time with people I love, we're doing good. Like, everything is in tune with one another like life is chill like uh, absolutely which just would it be a reason to like argue with people because i'm not arguing people now so like more people would not get responses like yesterday mm-hmm. like huh. you're preoccupied living life got me so messed up bro i can't believe she was saying those things to me speaking to me that way that was crazy <laughs> um <clears throat> but yeah should i ask another or we should continue It depends what the next one is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is it about me that makes you think I understand you? What is it about you? That makes you think I understand you. Your heart. In what way? Like your heart and your spirit. In the sense that like your heart is so good and like just like pure like I don't ever question your intentions or like I don't ever question yeah I just don't have any doubt in like what your intentions are or you know like all the mess is like out of you just have a clear like a clean heart that I can feel that me yeah. up, partner. That me yeah. up, partner. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Did that even answer the question? Yeah, you said my heart. My okay. Intentions. Yeah. What about um, me? Nothing actually. No, I'm just oh. I'm just playing. <laughs> um I don't know for real. Like I don't know how to pinpoint it. Um I don't know. It just feels safe. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Like I, I feel like telepathically, like, 
like we're connected a little bit like I, I don't know like it just feels like i don't ever have to over explain myself like mm-hmm. i i don't even have to like under explain myself like i could just say one word and i feel like boom like it's like right there like ugh. i just feel like yeah, yeah it just feels like i don't know but yeah that's why god's we... will god's will in his in our lives thriving is perfect because he just sends you the right people at the right time when you need them most because mm-hmm. his will is good. His, his will is going to prosper. Like, his will is going to prosper. And it's a good will, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. But that's also what we're going to talk about today. God's will and, like, but also, like, you know, the emotions that come with that, the roller coaster, how we may sometimes also feel neglected by the Lord or we're calling him our father, like, how that could feel a lost time and how do you navigate that space how do you continue like um going with your day-to-day life and just still trying to like talk to god maybe you're in a space where like you're really trying to figure out this relationship part and you long for it but like sometimes you can't help but feel like dang does god even see me does he love me for real? or like why am i in this situation to begin with if god is so good right like those are natural questions to have natural desires like it's perfectly fine we don't have to feel ashamed or about it or feel like we can't ask why or question God sometimes in a sense of just wanting to be more curious, which is good. Um, but yeah, so like, we could just talk about that. Like, how do you feel that like, or even in like your darkest time, maybe like on this journey with Christ, like, how do you know that like God's will is still good? First of all, he tells us that, right? But like, how do you know, Tara, that like God's will is going to be, it's going to be all right? Um, I think in the hardest seasons that I have, or like when things are getting really dark or things seem super hopeless, it's my testimony. And not even just necessarily my testimony, but like just the clear evidence that God's hand has been so over my family, like from my mom to my sisters to like even the way that my actions or mess ups or whatever has then like affected others lives but like for the better um even though like initially it may seem really bad i'm just like yeah god's got it for real and it's not even about me or like what i'm doing or what i'm not doing but it's just the fact that he favors me he favors my family he's watching over us and he is good um yeah, I think that's what does it. Yeah, same. Um, I think also just like, I think in times that like we just have to consider his will more is like what it is, like when time is hard or whatever. Like, I think I was just saying this the other day, but like we just have to be more vigilant, like getting in the practice of talking to God and actually like considering what it is like how he wants us to move or like what is the next step instead of just always like the impulsive decisions like we're not we're not always considering the holy spirit then or like or like we're not consulting god in those moments you know what i'm saying like we're not like just picking something out to eat right as easy as it is for that we just oh we want popeyes so like let me go get some popeyes right um but i think it's that in like those hard moments when we are like dang and and then it's like also the prep to those hard moments, right? Sometimes so often, like I think about how I got to a certain place and like, or maybe how, because I'm so dark, I'm like, dang, how did we end up here, right? It's always the question, right? But it's like, if I really went back a couple of steps and like thought about some of the things that led up to these events, I'm like, dang, I didn't even ask God, like what was happening here? Or like, what was his will here? Or like, what should I, how should I move in this space? And maybe we could have ended up at a whole different route right now. We could have been in a whole different space. But because, like, and I feel like everyone's kind of guilty of that. We just get so accustomed to, like, this hustle and bustle life, right? Like, we're working. We got to go to school. Got to go to work. Got to go to club. Got to go do this. Got to go do that, right? So it's it's easy to, like, let your mind slip and just, you know, get caught up in the motions. But I don't know. I feel like it's just easier said than done, though, because, like, as much as we should, but, like, how, I don't know, like, how that's, what does that space feel like when it's just, like, if I would have just take a couple steps back and just actually let the Lord do his will, um, instead of like us trying to get it in the way of it ourselves, like so often, like we put ourselves in the middle of it instead of just knowing that, like how you just said, like for it's for our testimony, 
But then again, our testimonies are not even for us. They're for the person who doesn't believe it, for the, for the believer to like have extra faith, right? To hold tighter onto his unchanging hand. So it's just like, how can we, I don't know, that's just weird, but like, it's a, it's a real feeling to know that like sometimes, dang, like, this is so chaotic right now. Like, is God for real right now? Or is that the father? Like, is that who he's showing up to be? But it's also interesting because even in Bible study the other day, we were talking about, um, like, how we grew up in church and, like, we see people do one thing on stage and another thing off stage. So, like, that's also a real thought, too. Like, is this who God is? Um, mm-hmm. Like, people are showing up one way, but then also, like, treating the people in the parking lot bad. So it's just, like, how... Is that, I don't know, have you ever felt that way? Yeah, yes. Um, you said so much. I'm going to start with the last bit you said, though. I think knowing God for yourself has to be where you start. Has to, because it's just like, the thing, too, with religion is the fact that Religion is not about the rules and the law at the end of the day. Religion and our relationship with God is about that relationship. So if you're working on your relationship with the person who rules your life and like who ordains and orchestrates how this whole earth operates and how this whole universe operates, it's like you have to want to know him for yourself. Like that, it has to be you getting to know him for yourself because if you're allowing your pastor to like rule your relationship with God or your mom to rule your relationship with God or your friends to rule your relationship with God or your youth minister to like it's just not gonna work out and at the end of the day you're looking up to people still and people will always fall short because his word literally tells us that all of us sin and fall short of his glory so It kind of has to start there. But I think another thing with that is a lot of our first encounters with God and with Christianity specifically for us is in the church or like is with our moms or with our family members or whoever um, the closest believer is to you. And I feel like at times that can almost... I'm not going to say make or break because there does come a time in your journey of life where you do realize that you have to know God for yourself or that like longing to know him for yourself comes about. For me, that was in college. But I think that my initial like encounter with God or like my first glances of what Christianity was supposed to look like was ruled by my mom and ruled by the church. and. I think sometimes that can, I want to use my words really carefully here because I don't want to say mess up, but sometimes I can get in the way of what people think Christianity is supposed to look like or how they think they're supposed to approach their relationship with God or like even in terms of like how they pray, how they live their lives, you know, all the things. So when people experience hurt or trauma from the church or they see people on the pulpit act one way, but then outside of church, they act another way, they're confused. And that's their only image of what God is to them. That can very quickly steer them away from Christianity or very quickly turn them off of wanting to even know God for themselves or whatever. So it's a, it's definitely a whole series of events. But I think that like, when we do eventually get to the road of seeking God for ourselves, that happens a lot of ways. I can say for me, I got to a place where I was trying to people please way too much to the point where I was showing up as a different person with everyone I was around. And I lost myself in the midst of that. I didn't even know who I was. And I just got so broken and things got very confusing for me that I had no choice but to just be like, okay, wait, like, I don't even really know who I am. I don't know what I'm doing. But then there was also something else waking up inside of me being like, I can show you the way, like, this is the answer. 
And I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm going to try this God thing, but like for real this time and like for myself and not even try to do it like mimicking like how my mom prays or what she does, but really just like getting in my closet and being like, I'm literally just going to sit in my room in the dark right now and talk into the air and hope that I feel something or I hear something or I see something and I'm not going to give up. I'm going to read my Bible. And even if it's frustrating for me, or even if like things seem really confusing, I'm not going to give up. Like I'm going to take it to my mom and maybe ask her what she sees or take it to the Lord and be like, okay, but what are you trying to tell me? You know? So it's definitely like a process of trial and error. It's definitely not something that happens overnight in terms of like, I don't think you're anyone feels super close to God overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like any relationship, like it needs to be given time. There's work involved. There's seasons where you feel super connected, but there are also seasons where you feel a little bit disconnected. And then I think like you said, when, because we're human, we get into the whole pattern of just going through the motions of life and getting consumed by other things, whether it's our other relationships or responsibilities or whatever it is. Um, And we think that everything is happening by our own works and by our own strength, but we're getting burnt out and we're getting tired and we're getting weary. And then we take a step back and we're like, but I haven't even consulted God in X, Y, Z. And I'm wondering why I'm feeling this way. Or even just taking the time to like realize, okay, I feel really weak and I feel really weary. And I'm not, if I keep going this way, like I can't do anything to like get myself out of this. So inviting him to like give you peace, to give you strength, to give you what you need to be okay. That's the thing too, because just to be so honest, like I feel lost right now a lot of times anyways, because I keep, something about this semester just does not feel real at all. Like something is in the air. Everyone who I know, like their classes are just weird. Like it's not, like something just isn't clicking. But, like, I get lost in the sense where, I like, I'm like, dang, what's going to happen for real? Like, or, like, what is life going to be like after college? Or, like, what are we actually working on? And, like, you've been, you know, dealing with that, too. Like, what is actually supposed to be happening? Like, the only thing that's, like, been keeping me, like, consistent is, like, just being in my word. But also, like, I just know that God's plan is right. Like, I, I know for sure that, like, God's will is good and his will is going to prosper so there's already like the safety net i guess but then it's like okay i'm the person living the life i'm the person who still has free will free will who still has to like get up and go to the like i'm the person who's you know doing the labor doing the manual work of what it is to Mm -hmm. like i guess be a person in this world but like sometimes it just feels like everything isn't good enough or like one thing is not locking in or it's like, you know, like it's just not clicking or anything. And I know that that only means that um, like if it's not clicking now, it's going to click later. Like I know that for sure, for sh- shizzle, like for sure. But I don't know, like it's just in this space where it just, I don't know, I question a lot sometimes like what is happening, what is going on. But then I'm, I I know that, like, I'm reassured. First of all, like, I know not to worry about tomorrow. So, like, I know that, like, if I just do what I have to do today, like, tomorrow will work itself out and it will come and I will have to do it. Tomorrow's not even promised, right? So if I see tomorrow, I'm blessed to see it to have another mm-hmm. chance. But it's also just, I don't know, there's just a lot of gray areas. So, like, it's sometimes hard to stay committed or, like, to even trust the plan when you don't know what the plan looks like. Because even as humans, right, we always want to be in control because like it feels like we have so much control until we don't right like until i don't have control over like when that meeting starts or like what happens after college right like i had control over like waking up every day and like going to class doing this but it's like until that control is kind of taken away and it's just like in the hands of someone i don't even know right um yeah i don't it's just hard but i know that like it's going to be okay. Like, I'm chilling. Like, I'm going to be fine. Like, life is going to life. It's going to work out the way it should. There's going to be bumps. But. I think. I don't know. Um, I think you talk, You said free will. I think 
that is honestly the craziest thing that God did for us was give us free will. He said, I'm it, Lord, but you're still going to have yeah. to choose me to be Lord. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is we think we're in control because we have that free will and because we as people make so many choices without including God. Mm-hmm. But you even said this earlier. I think maturing, at least spiritually, in the sense of like as believers, is understanding that I don't even want the free will. Like I don't even really want to have to make decisions. Like, take it back. Like I, I take it back. I know you gave it to me, and I know sometimes it feels really nice to use, but it feels nice until it doesn't, and I'm confused and I'm lost. And I set myself up for actual failure. So I need you to rescue me. Because I think that like. Where I see God shine through my life the most. Is when I could have chose to have it my way. Or in those moments where it's like I can easily make a decision by myself. I'm like nah. But can you just like give me an answer. But I will say too. Sometimes. Um. And I don't know if this is like, huh? There's power in the pause. There is power in the pause. But um, I was going to say, like, sometimes I don't know because I think no matter what, take everything to God. But what I will say in my experience of taking everything to God and through, like, taking my frustrations of, like, so, for example, I was talking to um, Miss Denise, who... I know through like campus ministry and stuff. Um, But I was like expressing the fact that I didn't know what my next step was. This was right before graduation. And I'm just like, I feel so confused. and I feel so lost. I literally have been praying to God every day. Like I need an answer. Like I need you to tell me where to go because I literally don't want to make another move without you. And realizing that, yes, part of it is taking like the moments where we do have free will and still surrendering it to God and allowing him to make the final decision and not allowing him because he has the final say regardless, but like inviting him into that space. But also sometimes he wants to see what you're going to do and then also meet you where you're at. And like, it's a partnership. So I was like expressing to her, like, I'm like, I'm so frustrated because I just feel like I'm not getting any answers and I don't know what to do. And it's like, now I feel like I'm a place where I'm stuck. Like I feel stagnant Mm -hmm. because I'm not moving forward without an answer, but I also don't want to go back. Mm -hmm. And she's like, okay, but you also have to realize that God wants you to also trust yourself. Like he wants you to trust the decisions that you're going to make because you've come this far already, but also trusting yourself to an extent is also trusting him because you're also thinking that as you take that step, he will be right there with you. And as you take that step, even if it's the wrong step, he's like, nah, go this way. So I think it's just, it's a whole process. And it's talk not that, like, talk, talk. everything is different, you know? Like, every situation is different. But I will still say, take every single decision to God. Even if it's the smallest thing. Even if it is the smallest thing. I feel like once we get in the habits of taking everything to God, then you one, you never forget because I don't remember how many days they say it takes to build a habit, but just get in the habit 21. of every day when you wake up, surrender your day to the Lord. Lord, thank days. you for this day, but it's not even mine for real. Order every single step. Make every single decision. Be in the midst of every conversation. Totally. And I think that's exactly what it is. I was going to say it takes 21 days also, they say. Okay. But um, I was, I think sometimes our lack of like, or our our desire of not wanting to make another decision is on our own is because we've already seen how it plays out by ourselves, right? But mm-hmm. also, if we know that like we're seeking God first, because seek God first and everything else, like seek Him first above everything else, and everything after that shall fall into place. Like we believe that everything, if I'm seeking God first, it says in the word, seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all other things shall be added accordingly, right? So, like, if I know that I'm seeking God first, I don't have a problem taking this step because I know for sure that it's ordained by the Lord. Like, I know if I'm if I'm making the conscious decision every day, like you said, waking up and day, wake up every day, God, be Lord over my day, Lord over my footsteps, Lord over my plans, whatever's happening, do that, right? Mm-hmm. So now that I'm in the room with all these other people, all these other spirits, all these other things, if I know that I'm being 
um, prompted with the decision to make or have to, or if, even if we're talking about life, like what's happening next. If I know that like I'm seeking God first, then there's nothing else. These decisions in front of me are also are ordained too. And that was just on me to see which route I have to take best. Because right, the Lord is not here to do anything for us. He's just here to help us and guide us and to let him know that, because right, his will is going to prosper no matter what, right? So mm -hmm. it's no matter which decision I know, like that's the comfort, like whichever decision I take or whichever path I choose to go down, like his will is going to prosper down this way or this way. It's just going to look differently. Um, and I think that's what we don't have to worry about is the look of it all, like the look of different paths, because we'll just drive ourselves crazy making assumptions, right, over which way this way will take me or which way this way will take me right mm -hmm. so it's like if i know that these decisions are right here just focus on that goes back to don't worry about tomorrow because now we're mm -hmm. thinking about the plan three weeks later but it's like if i know that these decisions right here in front of me are both good for me in the time that i'm in right now or maybe one is good and one is bad but like they have pros and cons no matter which decision i take or i decide to make um God's will is going to prosper, like, regardless. And God's will is good. Like, God is going to, it's a perfect thing, right? So yeah. no matter what, like, I think that's also the comfort, like, to what you're saying. Like, yeah, I just kind of reassure myself, too. But, um, yeah, I think, I think I'm awesome. knowing that. Go ahead. Sorry, no. Um, I was going to say, I think that's also where I've now formed the idea that no time is wasted time especially in a era or a season i know right and it sounds because yes it's not saying that like oh like just like allow your time no time is wasted time but don't waste your time because time is still to be treasured and time is precious and time is money or whatever but it's like in the sense that if i'm so consumed or almost like fearful that if I take a next step, it's going to be the wrong step or I'm going to waste my time attempting to do something or attempting to go down this road, even though another I road know is that that isn't right. Then you know what I mean? So it's just like, take this step because even standing still is wasting time. So it's like, even if you did start doing something, but hey, it's not what you're supposed to be doing. That time isn't wasted because you still experience something that you were meant to experience in order to get you back onto the track that you needed to be. On. And you also did something that a lot of people aren't even strong enough to do. You stepped out on that faith, which is exactly what God wants us to do, I think, because I it, yeah. again, it's not for ourselves, but for his glory. So mm -hmm. if we're showing that we stepped out on that faith, it's like, yeah, I took a chance on my God and he still worked it out in the end. Like you look at me, yeah. I'm still winning. I'm yeah. still up. No matter if I stepped over a stepping stone or something came my way and took me off course or whatever it is, right? At the end of the day, the end of the story, the end of the testimony, right? Like I still won. God still got the glory. God, mm -hmm. the victory is here. So I think also knowing that in the middle of your test, wow, I'm speaking to my own situation that like God is still going to prevail. Like he's going to win. And it's just that like, yeah, I think that in itself, like what you just said is so beautiful because it's like, we still, you still have to, take the step right just take the step right. because take the step you never know where it's gonna end you up at um and two it just shows that you have the faith because we we don't know until you take that step and i think that that nugget might be so important for us to hold on to just in this time and season for everybody because we're in a culture where it very much is time is money money is time we're in a season where everyone is kind of already ordering the next step for you. So if you don't take the time to take it to God or you're par paralyzed by fear in order to like take the next step because you're afraid of making a mistake or you're afraid to make a step that is contrary to the typical step that people take. You know what I mean? Like it's so important for us to actually take a step back and one realize that like God is very much in control of everything and his plans are good and not evil. But also the fact that no time is wasted time and everything will work out together for your good and for his glory. Like you don't have to take the next step that people think you're going to take. Mm -hmm. Or even if something is deemed as a waste of time for somebody else, it is not wasted time for you. 
And I think if we are able to truly like allow that to be our truth and allow that to resonate with us and like run with that for real, you're tapping into something a lot of people don't tap into for real because we're in a hustle bustle culture. We're in a culture where people will look at you for five minutes and deem you worthy or unworthy and keep it moving. Like not even five minutes, five seconds, you know? Right. So it's kind of like you got to know who you answer to for real and understand that who you do answer to will allow you access into everything and more that your heart could ever desire, you could ever conceive in your mind. Yeah, because the picture is so much bigger than what we can even imagine. So mm-hmm. it's like you got to know that, like, if I, if I can see one thing and if I see something going good in my mind, oh, I don't even want to know what the Lord has in store. Because it's at that point, it's just like, I know this is going to be good. So it's like, if, if I'm thinking it's going to be good and what I can see and the next couple of phases of this is good, oh, ch- <laughs> what what is down the road? Them doors that's yeah. going to just flop open or the steps that we're going to just make is so what like i have a question go ahead i have a question based off of what we're saying right now just because we're talking about you know time and like just like the society we're in i know that we are supposed to have a plan like you know how people like create their five-year plans 10-year plans whatever (laughs) How do you feel about that, considering, like, the conversation we're having now? But also considering, like, too, because of what you just said, that just made me think, like, anything that we could conceive, which obviously God plans things in our hearts and our minds, so our vision isn't even our own a lot of times. But I feel like sometimes, I don't know if this is problematic, but I feel like if you can so clearly plan out like step by step by step what you gotta take to get to where you think you're supposed to be are we supposed to do that is my question even clear like how do you feel about a 10-year plan or like a 50-year plan I think that okay 50 years is crazy but (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> For the sake of like the five, ten year shorter term ones, but long term. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't do a ten year plan. I think okay, maybe if we're talking like financially, um, like we're in our careers and we need to make a financial plan. Maybe we have a family or we want to see our business flourish. I think those are fine because you need a business plan. Um, into like I don't want to be, I want to be in the world of the Lord as far as like remaining faithful over the few things that are on my plate uh, so that one day we can be ruler over the many things or the other things that he's going to give us. But I think too, there's power in taking it one step at a time and one day at a time because to me, it's easier to worry about the future. Like as crazy as that sounds, I know it's like, well, but that's actually super deep and like, actually, yeah. Yeah. I feel like to think about what's coming ahead is like chaos at the moment, right? It's chaos in my mind, like, dang, what is really about to happen? But I feel like at the same time, that's an easy thought to have versus like actually writing something down. And now you didn't plan for the next career opportunity you just got or the next like big wave in your life to come or you didn't plan for the death of your family member or something or you didn't plan for because you know what i'm saying we don't only plan for the good things right we're planning for how we want something to go but there's no mm-hmm. way to plan for the roadblocks that come with life because they're gonna come regardless right mm-hmm. um so it's like how do you factor in the the bad right how do you factor in the life part of life um and you really can't right so i think there's a medium or like there's a good thing in having a balance in both right so like what we do now like i plan out my weeks i plan out i i know what needs to get done and yeah i think it's okay to also have a vision or like a vision board right of where you see yourself or what you want to accomplish for yourself for your business or for whatever it is right um 
that's good to have because then it gives you something. That's what hope is, right? We have to hope for something and we want to hope for something good. That's also like stepping out on a faith. If I step out on a faith, mm-hmm. yeah, I better have a plan for like where this is going to take me. Um, but I think doing this too sometimes can also frazzle our minds and like forgetting that the Lord of our life still has control because though like I want to see myself here this week, there's already power in speaking something into existence, right? So I think sometimes we ought to just stop at that point too. After I've made the vision, I'm going to stay diligent over my work today and see where I end up in three months, right? But like not also neglecting the power of work. Like you have to put work ethic into something to get out of, um, to get a result, right? So I think if you're working towards those goals, that's fine. Um, But yeah, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I think sometimes it can just be confusing to like make plans for something that when we don't even know what's happening next week. Um, Because I think it still opens up some sort of door or portal to letting us think that we're in control um, and that we could be, not could, that we should be here in a year or that we should be here next two years and it's like because that's what we want in a perfect world but like we don't live in a perfect world so it's just like after because think about like after we've gone through some of the things we're like dang i actually needed that and then i actually get the thing that i wanted a year from now it's like i actually needed to go through that or to have this life skill in place before i got to the door Mm -hmm. i wanted to enter into because i would have been actually completely lost it's kind of like we were talking about having the knowledge versus the wisdom um like i know that i want to be there i know that like it takes us to be there but i haven't actually experienced what it is to like have this thought or to have this level of authority or, or responsibility over um over my desk right like over my table like what's happening in front of me so it's like sometimes i need the distraction from the somebody else's cubicle or the work from somebody else's sideline to like help me um like nurture the skills inside of me that I didn't even know I had right to get to the door that I wanted and I think that's just like the beautiful thing of life and sometimes can be the ugly ugly thing of life too because we don't know what's happening but yeah that's so good so basically I feel like you said there needs to be a balance which I agree but also then I would say that or I would assume too that there is wisdom in inviting God into your planning. Yeah, or like totally. When you are sitting down to make the vision board or the five-year plan or even 10-year plan, if God has placed a vision in your heart or in your mind and you want to write that down, inviting him into that whole session and into that time and making yeah, that. Yeah, asking him, like, how is this vision mm-hmm. pleasing to your will? How is it serving? Mm-hmm. How is it pleasing your people? Because mm-hmm. we still want to be servants, right? Like, we we know that the testimony is bigger than ourselves. We know that our story is bigger than us. So it's like, yeah, God, like, what am I doing this year that is good for your people? How am I reaching someone else? How am I telling of your goodness? How am I helping the non-believer find some sort of hope you know what i'm saying like how if and i think it's different for everybody right because everybody's work is different um which is also another beautiful aspect of life but it's like yeah like how can i let this whatever it is like even these questions like how can these game cards how can these questions help somebody's relationship build a stronger connection or a deeper meaning like like stuff like that is i think i don't know just like considering again going back to like considering god's will like how am i thinking Mm -hmm. of his will before the plan is even started or before this Mm -hmm. year or before the business plan comes you know what i'm saying like how am i considering what the lord is still going to do and how he's still going to win at the end of the day at the start of my planning yeah and that's biblical like his word tells us everything we do were to do as unto him. So even when we are serving people, we're serving him. Like even when we show up, we're not showing up for ourselves. We're showing up for him. So that makes right. sense. I'm just the vessel. Like I'm just the body here on this earth. But like, yeah, that's why I like that new thing that like people were like, God did. Cause he really did. Like mm-hmm. when people get amazed at certain things, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. It's a God thing. But like, 
grateful that you're smiling. Like, I think that's exactly what he wanted, you know? Like, so that's really cool. Um, But yeah, I mean, do you have any other thoughts on that? No. That's great. Um, What now, host? We're at 52 minutes. We could wrap it up if we wanted to. I see. It does not even feel like we've been talking for that long, but. I think we were like, well, it was like a buffer for like eight, nine minutes. I remember seeing. Um, okay, great. What's one thing that's greater in you um, than that is in the world today? And one thing that you wish was still greater. Okay. You said today. So I'm going to answer for today, today and not this then. <laughs> today, presently. I'm going to say peace is greater in me than is in the world. Um, I feel like this weekend, even though it just started, I don't know, maybe it's my sister being here. Um, I just feel at peace. I feel really content and like grateful. Um, yeah. And then one thing I wish that were greater in me. Confidence. And that's so heavy. And I'm not going to go too into it. Um, but yes, I think last week I also said trust or confidence as well. But I think confidence not in like God, because I am feeling very confident in the fact that like God is God, God is good. He got me. I'm going to end up where I need to be all the things, but I think just confidence in myself and I love that. like, even just like as vain as it may seem, I guess, but it's real, like just physical appearance, just no, like real. waking up and feeling super confident or super pretty. I don't know. I just feel like lately my confidence has been a little low. So I'm like, okay, wait, we got to work on this. I don't know how, but we're going to get through it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that actually. Um, I was going to say like at ease, but that means the same thing as peace, but like, I don't know, like, today's conversation, honestly, made me feel kind of better. I think just knowing that, like, God is here. He's present. His will is going to, his will is going to prosper. Um, he's going to win. So, like. He already won. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like, I'm just at ease in that. I'm just going to sit in that. Like, I don't know. Like, I, that's just, I feel pretty decent about that. Um, one thing that I wish was, um, do you know how, like, in the Bible or anything, like, how Jesus was just able to talk to anybody? His message was yes. clear. He was, but he was able with to, everybody. With everybody, <laughs> bro. So recently, I think God has been retesting me in ways. I don't want to say like face me like a negative way, but like I'm saying in a sense of like, um, like, like trying to push I, you, trying to stretch you, but also like how I conduct myself and my character. Okay. Um, because at one point in life, I was real snappy. Like my mouth is what got me in trouble. Um, I, I had a remark for everybody, for everything. If you said something crazy, if what you were even thinking about was almost going to be crazy. Like I had a rebuttal for you. Uh, so then like, I kind of calmed down on that. And now I just, I'm easier to like ignore things or like let people say whatever. But I think there's also a challenge in like knowing when you have to step in and actually correct people, but how to do it gracefully. Because I think mm-hmm. it's so easy to like, when we need to check people to go straight to like the, like, to go to, like, the nasty attitude, or like, to go to, like, the, oh, I got to, like, you know, like, that kind of way. But, like, mm-hmm. I just wish I knew how to have, like, the graceful approach that, like, Jesus had, like, I have, like, with people and, like, dealing with, you know, everybody he had to deal with. Like, 
people is crazy, but God still had to check people. But like they didn't feel bad after them after he checked them. I mean, they may have had a moment of reflection, but like you know, he did it. I'm anyway. not gonna say. I'm not gonna say that this is this works every time. But I was listening to a pod this weekend, and the girl was talking about something very similar. And then someone had had a response where it was just like, you got to kill him with kindness. And like, yes, we hear that all the time. And I feel like there are certain times where... But there's certain times where that instance doesn't always work. But what she did say is it's like, when someone wants a reaction out of you, or when someone thinks that they have the right to talk to you, whatever, when you keep just showing up as kind and going out of your way to like, treat them like a person still and not come down to the level that they're on they have no choice but to be nice to you because it sucks to keep being mean to the person that's nice and like whether it's they have to they can't take it because you're so nice that they have to now remove themselves from the equation or they can't help but to also be nice because you're being nice a decision is made and the solution usually like is result it like it's usually resolved okay. the situation that makes sense and that works i guess but like i feel like to but the I sick individual but i think boundaries too so it's like there's a difference between needing to set a boundary with somebody and not in the sense that you're putting them in your place but you're just like okay you no longer have this much access to me for you to even think that you could approach me like that and then it's like okay if it's someone that you can't set a boundary with say someone who has authority over you then yeah, just kill him with kindness. Like keep showing up as like a kind, genuine, lighthearted person who is seemingly unfazed by whatever they're doing. And eventually they're gonna have to cut it out because you are not gonna keep being mean to the person that's nice to you. How do you kill Else him you're with- actually a little bit sick. No offense. <laughs> but But what if that ego is so big that they can't even see how the other person is showing up to them because they're so worried about over over inserting themselves because they don't want to seem like they could be walked all over. So they're only thinking about, in other words, they're only thinking about themselves in the equation. Like, how do I kill them with kindness in a text message? I think it may seem that way, but at the end of the day, obviously, like I said, unless they're sick and genuinely just like cold hearted, can't feel or like process anything. At the end of the day, like you start to recognize patterns with people or even like think about like when we have conversations with people, you step away from a conversation and a lot of times you reflect on the conversation you just had or the like interaction you just had with somebody. So if this person, let's say, I don't know, we don't have to go into a hypothetical, but let's say a person who is going out of their way to feel the needs like overcompensate or have this whole facade where they feel the needs like talk down on people or belittle people or make fun of people or like just be hypercritical of people or whatever it is. If you're constantly showing up, still being kind, still asking them about their day, still like wearing a smile on your face, eventually they're gonna keep running back the interactions in their head and feel some type of way, whether it's like, why is what I'm doing not working on them? And then they feel like they got to switch it up or stop interacting with you. You know, like there's something that is going to come out on the other end, unless they're just so detached from life and reality, which at that point, the boundary comes in and you just don't have to talk to them. Until you do. But I'll take you up on that. Um, you just basically said, stay true to you. Like, show up as you. If you know that you're showing up as who you were supposed to be, then yeah. But sometimes you still got to get them. And but I even just like, oh, what would you, I, sounds corny, but like, I think this is how we're supposed to think. But like, even like, oh, what would Jesus do situation? Jesus was friends with everyone because he had a kind heart and would, did not care. Like, he had no choice he but to care. stay true to him. Like, he was a perfect man. So, like, he was always showing up with kindness. He was always showing up with love. Even if sometimes that love and kindness came in the form of, like, tough love, it was always still love. So it's just, like... They didn't have to check his intention because they know who Jesus is. Ta, 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 ta. Jesus was still persecuted. People still hated on him. (laughs) Right. He just... The ones that recognize, recognize. The ones that don't, don't. Then that's just life. 
bad. All right, bad. I still hear you. Getting a little wonky over here. Relationships with people is hard. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. All right, bad. I'll hold y'all to that because recently people have been trying me and I ain't been knowing how to check a person without get it, letting them try to get me out of character. But I still think sometimes you got to let somebody know. But I'm going to let y'all know. I'll keep yeah. y'all updated on that. Um, But yeah, thank y'all for tuning in to the Greater Than Me podcast. Greater, 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 greater Than Me podcast. <laughs> Listen, subscribe to the YouTube channel Greater Than Me pod. You can find us on YouTube. Instagram, um, and TikTok. Because by this point, yeah, TikTok will be rolling. So yeah, follow us on (laughs) Instagram and YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. That's where all the visuals are going to be all the freaking time. Um, We're here for y'all. We've grown a little family. Comment if you want. But just subscribe. And we have some more surprises coming for y'all. So stay tuned. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye.